The following podcast is a presentation of the PTB Media Network. What's up, Benfica Nation? Welcome to the Season 2 Finale, the Finalissimo, as they say in Portuguese, uh, episode of Season number 2 for Mr. Benfica. It's episode 84. It is the 64th episode of this marathon season that finally closes today, and tonight I'll be recording the season premiere, which will drop tomorrow morning. That'll be Friday, September the 18th. I'll review this past week's match with Pauk in the UEFA Champions League qualifying stage. Third round of qualifying. Um, obviously, you know by now it's not going to be good news. But I think I'm going to have a unique perspective on it. Um, and I hope you'll tune in to hear what I thought about it as I'll try to shed some light. And um, I'm going to react a lot more rationally than emotionally, which... Some of you may disagree with, and that's perfectly fine. This is the this is the the beauty of covering Benfica from an independent perspective. We can all disagree, but in the end, we all want what's best for our club. We may disagree about how to get there, but it is through discussion and it is through uh, exchange of ideas that things like like uh, growing this club and supporting this club and making sure this club is headed in the right direction those are achieved through. The means by which I, I just stated there between ex expressing and exchanging ideas freely and without judgment and without uh, ridicule from each other. If we truly all want Benfica to, to become what we know it can be. But today we're going back to when Benfica was what we today are aspiring for. Going back in time 30 years. That's right. We're going back to May the 23rd of 1990. We're in Vienna, Austria for the UEFA Euro, uh, European Champions Cup Final, or the European Cup Final. Today we call it the UEFA Champions League, so that's why you're hearing the Champions League anthem over, the, the, uh, over my words. But this is the precursor to the Champions League. It was already an idea that was being fostered and being uh, nurtured, but it had not yet been put into practice. So it's still the old European Cup format. We've spent the last two episodes talking about 89-90, the return of Sven Joran Eriksson, and you know coming up short in the league, being upset and knocked out of the cup early. Well, I think all of that was forgiven because of this run in the European Cup, and. We today are facing one of the best teams that this earth has ever seen assembled. We're facing the 1989-90 AC Milan, of course, featuring world, world-class cracks. I mean, absolute cracks. We have a strong team, but they have a, a equipasu, a timasu, if you will. They are just loaded with names like Maldini, Costa Corta, uh, Baresi, 
You've got Van Basten, you've got Hulet, you've got Rijkaard. It's an absolutely loaded team. Donadoni and company. And this is going to be one of, uh, this is for me, the best club team ever assembled. Even more so. It, it's just a hair better than Pep Guardiola's Barca, in my opinion. Okay, in my humble opinion. You're free to disagree. I know a lot of people love the Pep Guardiola Barca with Messi. With with uh, Xavi and Iniesta, and I love Xavi and Iniesta. Believe it or not, despite you know, a lot of times I poke fun at at, at Barcelona and their possession mentality. But when you had two guys like that, it was a whole different game. I think the problem is when you lose guys like that. It's hard to play that way with anyone not in the top half a percent of elite players. Um, but I think this Milan team is absolutely out of this world. And um, it's featuring three Dutch players, a, a Dutch connection that would win Euro 88 just a few seasons before. And it's also got a healthy a healthy contingent, obviously, of Italian players. Only three foreigners allowed at this time. Um, those three players were the three Dutch players that I mentioned, Rijkaard, Hulet, and Van Basten, while the rest of the team is Italian. And then many of them part of the Italy team that would a month and a half later get Third place in the World Cup with six wins and one draw out of the seven matches they played in Italia 90. So this is going to be a fun match. Um, we know the result by now, but it's not about that. It's about going back and seeing and experiencing the Befica Urupeo that people my age dream of. You know, Those a little older than me will remember this. And um, I'm looking forward to it. I've never watched this match from start to finish, so I'm looking forward to to reacting to it with you and for you to hear it and let's let's get started all right we're going to take a quick break to pay a quick bill here and then we're going to we're going to get right into the first half and we're going to finish out the season here at the Champions League final in Vienna Benfica and AC Milan you can of course Follow me on Twitter at Benfica Mister, on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. Do check out MrBenfica.com in the coming days. Um, just actually got off another conversation with the developer. And uh, some t final tests are being run right now. Hopefully everything will clear. And that website will be up and running very, very soon in a brand new sense. So make sure to check there. And, of course, always go to the Mr. Benfica YouTube page. And as I... As I announced in a previous episode, starting with tonight's episode, which will air tomorrow, all episodes of Mr. Benfica going forward, the regular Mr. Benfica branded episodes will be available on YouTube starting with season three with the the premiere tomorrow. This is Mr. Benfica. I am the Mr. Mike Agustinho, and I'll catch you right on the other side of this quick break. And welcome back to episode 84, Mr. Benfica. It is May the 23rd, 1990, 30 years ago, in some months now, 30 years and four months almost to the day. And we are in Vienna, Austria today for the final of the European Cup. Before we go there, don't forget to follow the show on Spotify now and you can find all of our episodes there on Spotify. And if you go there right now, you will see that I just dropped the brand new theme song for Mr. Benfica on Spotify. It's available now. If you go to your Spotify uh, player and you will see the Mr. Benfica 
page, okay? And you will see underneath it the brand new theme song, okay? It's by a group named Agendas, and uh, it's a great song that I, I reached out to the, to the artists and asked for permission to use the, the music as my new theme song for season three. And they were more than happy to support the show, and I'm very happy to support them as well. Now let's move on to episode number 84. It is the European Cup final, of course, and it is Benfica versus AC Milan. And let's go right into the lineups here as I have it up in front of me. We're going to start with the 11 for AC Milan as I give this a five-star rating. If you want to follow along, go ahead. Go to HTTPS semicolon slash slash footballia.net forward slash matches forward slash AC dash Milan dash SL dash Benfica. I'll post the link in the show notes. So the Italian champions Milan will run out with this team. In goal, they have the 32-year-old veteran Giovanni Galli. They've got five across the back. The Mauro Tassotti, Paolo Maldini is the left back. Angel, Angelo Colombo is in there with a fabulous uh, central defender in Alessandro Costa Corta and Franco Baresi playing as the old Liberu, the sweeper. That's right, the sweeper, Franco Baresi. Carlo Ancelotti is in the number seven jersey in midfield. He's joined by Dutchman Frank Rijkaard and by fellow Dutchman Hulit. Also, Alberigo Ivani is in midfield playing behind the striker, Marco van Basten. The manager for AC Milan is, of course... None other than Arrigo Saki, the legend. He was 44 years old at the time. On the other side of the pitch is our Benfica. Here's how we lined up for this all-important final. In goal, we had Silvino. Um, across the back, José Carlos, Ricardo Gomes, Samuel, and Al Dair. Jonas Stern is playing in the hole in front of the back four. He is the holding midfielder with Vitor Paneda, Pacheco, and Valdu in front of him. Sorry, Vitor Paneda, Hernani, and Valdu in front of him. And the forwards are Pacheco and Magnussen. The manager, of course, is Sven Joran Eriksson, as we talked about in the previous couple of episodes. So this is at the the... Prater Stadium in Vienna, or Vienna as we say in English, and I am going to go ahead, I'm going to put it on, I'm going to put my headset on so that I can hear the audio, and we are going to begin playing in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, play. Commentary is in Italian, and you can see in the lower right-hand side of the screen, Rai Uno, meaning Rai is the Italian national uh, broadcasting company, and Uno obviously won. So we kick off with Milan sending it deep, and Milan is trying to go forward first. 
And Barese plays one over the top right off the bat, and Salvino's out to get it. He rolls it to the right. Remember, in 1990, passbacks to the goalkeeper were fair game. The goalkeeper could pick him up if he received a passback. Aldair plays it to Ricardo Gomes. Ricardo plays it wide. Nice little combination play there. Valdo and Pacheco after receiving the ball out of the back. Gali builds up play by rolling it left to Paulo Maldini. Back to Gali, and there he picks up the back pass, and he is going to punt it. Nice win there by... Hernani. Pacheco plays to Valdu. Valdu was a magician on the ball. I mean, he was one of the best tens Benfica ever had. And we have a throw in here for Benfica on the right side. Thrown in by Vitor Pineda to Valdu. Valdu looks for help. He's hacked from behind. And the referee whistles for a foul against AC Milan. Against, against Carlo Ancelotti, today's one of today's top managers. Yes, we got Ricardo plays it to Magnussen, but Magnussen can't hold it. Ball is being volleyed back and forth. We got a little bit of a volleyball match of headers going on. But now Ricard plays it into space, but Ricardo is there to cut it out. Ricardo plays it wide to Vitor Pineda. Back to Ricardo, but it's broken up by the Italian outside midfielder there. Hard to, as I say in these in these uh, throwbacks, to see who these players are, especially on the opposing team. No names on the back of the jerseys in 1990. Some of these faces are very recognizable. Others, not so much. But there's Valdu splitting defenders, looking for Magnuson. But it ends up in Baresi's feet. And Baresi plays one for Hulit Hulit of Rijkaard. And Hernani is whistled for a foul on Frank Reichard. Ball is sent in towards the area. Aldair trying to head it back to Silvino. Puts it out for a corner instead, unfortunately. AC Milan with the first corner of the match. We're in the second minute, roughly. Third minute. And here's the corner delivered, headed on by Maldini, but over the bar. There is young Paolo Maldini, the great left back, the literal Skirdu, as the blog was named after. He is one of the best. He's 21 years old here in 1990. Paolo Maldini, an absolute star player. And I did forget to stop my watch. I'm starting it now. The video is 3.45 in. I'm going to say it's about the third minute right now. Aldeir to Valdo. Valdo to, to Jose Carlos. To Magnuson with the flick, but nobody is running on. And Costa Corta passes it 35 yards in backwards to his goalkeeper who picks it up and punts it. And now Ricardo Gomes heads it back to Silvino, who opts to roll it wide to Jose Carlos instead of Hunting it. Here's Jose Carlos. Valdo. Jose Carlos. Ricardo Gomes. Sorry, that was Aldair. Now Ricardo Gomes. 
Ricardo, back to Aldair. Benfica in this final playing as they did in 89, in 88, excuse me, in all red. Milan playing in the same all-white strip that PSV had played in two years earlier. Benfica's previous visit to the final. AC Milan undefeated in finals, at least at this time, when wearing all white. That, that streak would come to an end when they had the 3-0 lead to Liverpool that year. 2005, I want to say. Maybe later. But AC Milan, of course, uh, blowing a 3-0 lead to Liverpool. Who It would be 2000 and I'm pretty sure it's 2004. 2005, yeah. 2004, 2005 was the year. Liverpool came back from down 3-0 in the final to beat AC Milan. That's the only final Milan ever lost in an all-white strip. Here is Vitor Pineda in the attacking third. He's got Ivani defending him, and he is cut out, and Maldini gets the loose ball, finds finds Ancelotti, and the ball now is on Colombo. But Hulet loses it. A nice play to break up the ball by Hernani. Hernani steps hard on Rude Hulet. What? At this time, perhaps the best player in the world. And Milana building out of the back now. Ancelotti plays it back to Baresi. Baresi goes right to Colombo. We have an offside whistled there. And the ball is now in play on Val, on uh, Samuel. Samuel to there. There's Valdo on the ball again. Valdo with a nice diagonal ball, but it's headed out by Maldini to Colombo. And here goes Ivani to to Baresi. Baresi is taken off. The sweeper is going up. Tries to feed it through, but Aldair is there to break up the pass and put it out of play. Nice bit of defending from Benfica here. Maldini now gives it to Hulet. Hulet with the right foot across from the left side, headed out by Thurn. And Valdo finds Pacheco. Pacheco now. Well done, Pacheco on the dribble there. He finds Aldair. Aldair to Vitor Pinedo, who takes a bad touch. And the ball now belongs to Ruud Hulet, who plays it around Jose Carlos. Hulet's still on the ball. He's got two Benfica defenders on him. What's he going to do? He tries to turn. Josac Carlos does well to win the ball there. That was some good football. That was some good football by both sides there. Rude Hulet, like I said, he was maybe the best player in the world. He's at the height of his career here in 1990. Jonas Stern leaves the ball behind for Josac Carlos to throw in. Josac Carlos looking for a teammate, finds Stern back to... Jose Carlos to Aldair. Aldair is going to knock one long, but it's headed out by Maldini. The screen shows seven minutes and 40 seconds gone by. And now Samuel on the left with the ball. Finds Valdo, who's checking. Valdo is cut out by Frank Reichardt, but Samuel recovers and plays it to Ricardo Gomes. Ricardo. To Aldair. There is a pairing in defense right there that would both go to the World Cup to represent Brazil a few weeks after this game. 
as Pineda can't keep it in. It's broken up by Maldini, but it'll be a Befica throw down the right side. And so far, Befica is showing very well. They're trying to play. They're not retreating at all. They're, they're taking it to, to the, the Italian Giants. And you can see a confidence in Benfica here being managed, of course, by the legend Sven Joran Eriksson. And the ball is cut out. Here goes Reichardt now at pace. Finds Van Basten. Van Basten plays into space. Reichardt can't get to it as Silvino is out off his line, picks it up. And now he's moving his lines up before he rolls it left for Samuel. Who finds Valdu? Valdu plays a ball into space, tries to play it over the top for her for Pacheco. But Colombo loses control of the ball. It goes out of bounds. Befica will throw it in. There's Stern. He is fouled by Ancelotti. And I am quite happy that this video feed is in Italian as it's much better than, say, French or or Russian like uh, sometimes these matches are. I can't understand the Italian enough to, to tell what's going on. So I'm happy to see that. Too bad it's not a Portuguese commentary, though, or English. It would be even better. So Gali has the ball now. It was played back to him. As you see the the banner hanging from the stadium saying Bragança, the Portuguese city, Bragança, apoia Benfica. Bragança supports Benfica, the the city in the very far north reaches of Trajos Montes. Bragança is the home city of current Benfica player Pizzi. Turn try uh, Jonas Turn tries to send a diagonal ball to his compatriot Mats Magnuson, but he can't he can't connect. Ball is sent the other way by Milan and Jose Carlos will collect it and Befica will start to build out of the back. Vitor Pineda plays to Ricardo and very slow slow moving game right now as Ricardo sends a long one trying to go over the top to to Magnuson, Ancelotti collects it and plays it back to Gali. Different game for sure here in this one as the teams are looking to play a bit more a bit more direct than than we're used to today for sure. But here is Pacheco to Magnuson, but it's cut out by Berezi. Here's Rude Hulet on the ball. Who finds his Dutch team? No, he finds Ancelotti. Ancelotti in midfield, creating space, plays it wide, but the Rosanetti don't have anybody out wide. And Jose Carlos collects it, plays it back to Aldair, who swings it far left to Samuel. Samuel plays a diagonal ball to Valdo, who flicks for Pacheco. Pacheco is one on one with Colombo. I'm sorry, that was Costa Corta. He his. His cross was cut out by Barresi. And now the ball is resent into the area and Pacheco is offside. As we're around the 10-minute mark now of the first half. And Samuel tried to play it over the top onto a run for Pacheco, who did not get back onside. We see the replay there. Another long ball. This time it's Milan, but it's cut out by Samuel. 
Reichardt wins the header, but it's cleared out by Benfica. Here's Valdu running at pace, and Ancelotti's going to cut him down. And Ancelotti's being warned by the referee that he'll be booked the next time. You can read, you don't, it doesn't matter what language the referee's yelling at him in. You can understand what he's saying. He's signaling with his hands, doing the motion of a card, and then doing the that's it, uh, the that's it sign as he's waving his arms, saying no more. Ancelotti's already gotten away with two pretty, um, pretty aggressive tackles. Again, when you go back and watch football from this era, it was a different game. As, as Barese plays it to Maldini, back to Barese. He feeds it towards Van Basten, but the Dutchman can't get on the end of it. And Benfica will play it all the way back to Silvino, who will handle it. And he'll roll it again out left to Samuel. Seems to be where they like to start most of the building up. Samuel finds Valdu. Valdu to Hernani. Hernani to Aldair. He's going to look a little bit. Under no pressure. We'll play it wide to José Cardeluch. José Cardeluch plays a long one towards the corners for, for Thurn. Jonas Thurn on the ball up against uh, up against Barese. Vitor Pineda on the run, and he is tackled, and the ball is played out of bounds on a tackle by the AC Milan uh retreating player it didn't i didn't get a good enough look at which one it was but but vitor pineda enters the area along the along the end line and he's trying to get across and the milan player slides in and pokes the ball away corner kick to benfica delivered by valdu looking for aldair but it's cut out by costa corta and when played back in magnuson is offside So Colombo now plays it to Costa Corta. Costa Corta to Baresi. Baresi back to Costa Corta along the back. Magnuson applies light pressure. Costa Corta finds Rijkaard, who finds Colombo. Back to Rijkaard down the line, but his heel flick is, is cut out by Ricardo. Here's Jonas Stern now on the counter, and he tries to feed it into space, but it's cut out by cut out by the Milan player I can't read his number but it was um uh, it looked like a handball again no booking and Befica build out of the back again as Valdu comes all the way back to get the ball and now he tries to play it into space for Magnuson and Magnuson is fouled very clearly Costa Corta had his arms up all over him and he pushed him and did they not call it no, it looks like there was a no call. Okay. Mats Magnuson was not fouled on the play. Never mind. He was only, you know, forearmed to the chin. But the ball ends up all the way back at the other end. Here's Ricardo Gomes starting it up again. This is a much different um, style of play, certainly, than we're used to today. Valdu runs at the Milan defense, feeds it to Pacheco. And Pacheco has his dribble cut out by Costa Corta. I was saying they they do send a lot of long, a lot more long balls Benfica and Milan both teams than we're typically used to today. A lot of balls towards the corners and that's against Milan it makes sense given that they play with a sweeper. 
as you you'd want to clear the you'd want to send the diagonal balls away from the sweeper rather than from the outside you know towards goal and i guess goals were just constructed a different way back then here is Ancelotti back to Baresi Baresi looking and he sends one up the middle in the air for Hulet looks for a right card but Ricardo will will head it out and then Ancelotti will be whistled again referee's got his Arm straight up, so it's an indirect kick. So I'm not exactly sure what he called, but Valdu is restarting it now as he crosses midfield with the ball in his right foot, going center to left. Val Valdu to Hernani. Hernani opens it all the way out wide. There's Josep Carlos. There's Stern. And Josep Carlos on receiving the return pass takes a heavy touch, but. It's out off of a AC Milan defender for another corner to Benfica. And you can see the Benfica fans in, the, in that end of the stadium, in that curva. And they are on their feet. They believe in this team. They believe that this Benfica team can be champion of Europe. They don't believe in the curse of Bella Gutmann here in 1990. At least not the ones in the stadium. <laughs> but the corner's cut out. Here's Maldini. Into space. Ancelotti's trying to run onto it, but Josep Carlos is there first and knocks it all the way back about 40 yards to Silvino. Picks it up, rolls it out for Samuel. Samuel on the left. Gives it to Hernani. Aldair now to Magnussen. Vitor Fineta trying to get it, but Milan is there to cut it out. Ancelotti is fouled. Right card with the restart. Nope. He's going to give it to Ancelotti, who's going to play it back to Costa Corta. Costa Corta to Baresi. Baresi with the long ball up the middle, headed out by Hernani. Here's Valdo. He's looking for a teammate. Oh, his, his pass is a little too heavy for Vitor Paneda. But Jose Carlos is going to win the ball and be fouled by Marco Van Basten. You'll notice if you're watching along, Benfica not wearing the famous FNAC sponsor on their jersey neither team wearing a jersey sponsor in this final not sure if that was a uefa rule back then for finals benfica played all season 89 90 in these hummel kits with the sponsor fnac the french bookstore across the front of their jersey the ball is sent all the way up the field there by ac milan and benfica will try to dump it all the way back and Magnuson is offside. Costa Corta will restart. As we get the blimp view now here as we're beginning the 20th minute of play. Bird's eye view from the blimp. Ancelotti left to Maldini. Maldini back to Ancelotti, and he plays it all the way back to Franco Baresi, who opens it wide to to Colombo. Here is Ancelotti. Plays a diagonal ball to the left to Avani. And is Avani's whistled for offside. I don't think he was offside. It looked like he was in perfect positioning, but the linesman there has his flag up for offside. As we see the very uh the very thick area of AC Milan supporters in that end of the stand. Ricardo Gomes to Aldair. Aldair plays a, a forward pass to Vitor Paneda. He's dispossessed. 
by Ancelotti. Now it's Van Basten. Van Basten heads it back towards Maldini. Maldini has has Stern on his on his back. He retreats and gives to Baresi, who knocks it long for Hulip, but it's headed out. There's a lot of long balls in this in this one. Now, this is that's something that's actually really surprising me as Ancelotti plays the ball from midfield all the way back to his goalkeeper, and he's getting whistled for that one. Here's Costa Corta now. Up across midfield, looking for Rijkaard. Mefica controls. Here's Jonas Stern. Stern to Vitor Pineda. Vitor Pineda with a heavy touch. Unable to connect with Magnussen. And both teams taking heavy touches. Both teams looking a bit nervous to be in the final here. And the restart will go to Costa Corta. No, it's Baresi. Plays it left to Maldini. Maldini to Ancelotti. Ancelotti plays to Van Basten, who goes back to Costa Corta. They make a triangle there. Costa Corta knocks a long one. He's looking for Van Basten again. He flicks. He flicks. Hulet now in the area. He heads it up into the air. Van Basten gets a header. Finally, it's Jose Carlos who brings the ball down and clears it. He's looking for Magnussen. Magnussen has... Yeah, he has Costa Corta on his back, and the referee whistles for a foul against Costa Corta. It is a Benfica ball right at midfield. Jonas Stern is going to put it in. He's going to play to Valdu. Valdu connects with Vitor Paneda. Plays to José Carlos. Back to Valdu. Valdu's looking. Valdu plays a square ball. Back to Ricardo. Back to Aldair now. And Aldair will find Vitor Paneda, who turns, turns back. Finds José Carlos, looks for Valdu. Valdu can't control it. Maldini cuts it out. And here's Baresi, the captain. And the referee whistles a foul against Valdu. And Baresi wants to take off now. He plays it to Ancelotti. Ancelotti. Back to Van Basten. Costa Corta to Baresi. Baresi looks to put it wide to Ilani, but it's broken up. Benfica now with control near the touchline. Jose Carlos plays it towards the middle where Valdu is. Valdu tries to bring it down, but he's pressured by Colombo. Hulet now on the ball. He plays it left. Jose Carlos cuts it out. Very little possession. This is a much different. This is a very different version of football here. It's, it looks like the video just skipped. I don't know how far. Ahead it went, but it just skipped. So I'm not exactly sure where we are. <laughs> As it showed Benfica going one way in the ball quickly without being kicked. The frame showed it. There it is. 23-30 in the first half. Nil-nil, obviously. Benfica building out of the back now. Mats Magnussen checks to the ball, receives, plays into space, was looking for Vitor Pineda, but his touch is far too heavy. AC Milan have it cut out and Gali is out to to get the ball and he puts it back into play, giving it to Baresi. Everything starts with Baresi in this AC Milan team. Maldini to Ancelotti to Van Basten, back to Ancelotti, who finds Hulet. Hulet tries to play it over the top for Rijkaard, who was making a run, but he stopped his run mid mid pace and the ball will go out for a goal kick. It'll be Benfica taking the goal kick here. Yeah. 
so we have Aldair playing it here. To Ricardo. Ricardo would have another stint with Benfica. I remember later in the 90s. I remember his second stint. Both him and Valdo returning after going to PSG to Paris Saint-Germain and coming back a few years later. Not quite the same same level of player they were, but very experienced professionals when they returned. But here in 1990, they are two of the best. Uh, both of them would represent Brazil at the 1990 World Cup. Here's Magnuson. He was also at the 1990 World Cup, as was Stern, his compatriot that he finds. And then Stern tries to find, Stern, I should say, tries to find Vitor Pineda, who can't run the ball down. One of my favorite uh, midfielders growing up was definitely Vitor Pineda. When I first had the opportunity to watch Benfica on RTP, it was only a year or two after this, I believe. Might have been a little later than that, but I, I vividly remember Vitor Pineda, number seven, on most days in the team. And he's actually, you know, somewhat of a trivia note as he is the player that at Euro 96 was selected despite playing for Vitória Guimarães at the time. He was selected by the Portuguese national team to represent Portugal at Euro 96 and has the great honor of wearing the number seven jersey and forcing Luis Figo to wear a number 20 in that competition. I remember watching that and finding that quite different. I'd never seen Figo in anything but the number seven, but he wore the number 20 in that competition. As we see, José Carlos trying to run on to the end of a give-and-go, but Parisi plays it back to Gali, who rolls it to Costa Curta. Costa Curta to Parisi. Parisi to Maldini. Maldini now to Van Basten. Van Basten to Rijkaard. Rijkaard all the way out left to Colombo, who plays it towards Hulet. Hulet looking for help. He... Uh, Hulet made a nice turn there, but his touch was too heavy, and he got off balance, and the ball would go out past the end line for a goal kick. Nice bit of ball movement there from AC Milan. Very nice turn there from Rude Hulet. Just couldn't keep the ball close enough to himself before it went out of the four lines. Ricardo, Ricardo knocks it long, headed out by Costa Corta to Baresi, who sends his own ball long. And Aldair collects it. He plays it to Ricardo. Ricardo looks around. He's going to go wide left, opening it up to Samuel. Samuel to Jonas. Turn, turn. Looking for help. He's going to lose it on the dribble. Nope. He's going to find Samuel who plays it all the way back to Sylvine. Sylvine will pick it up and hear the whistles from the Milan fans. Which is Carlos there. Plays it back to Aldair. Aldair to Ricardo. Ricardo looking for Samuel. Nope. Thurn will get there. Thurn is going to, he's going to be the one to lock it deep into space for Magnuson. The two Sweden international teammates. Magnuson will go down with Costa Corta on his back, but there will be no call. The referee says play on, and Milan do, sending one into space, looking for Rijkaard, but Aldair cuts it out. Aldair to Jonas Turn. Turn looks, 
plays right to José Carlos. José Carlos back to Aldair. Aldair to Hernani. Back to Aldair. Across to Samuel on the other touchline. Samuel to Ricardo. Ricardo to Hernani, who... I'm sorry, it was Ricardo to Pacheco, who then gives the ball away with a bad pass, but the diagonal ball by AC Milan would go out of play on the far touchline. Here is Valdu now with the ball outside of the right foot. Trivella to Samuel. Samuel plays it here to Hernane, and he is taken down hard by Colombo. That's that's Pacheco, sorry. Pacheco retreats all the way into the middle of midfield to receive the ball, does a quick turn, and is cut down by Colombo. Valdo, all the way to the right, looking for Vitor Pineda. José Carlos heads it to Vitor Pineda, back to Valdo. Now it's a diagonal going opposite field. And there is a foul there. And Samuel and Colombo high-five and embrace no hard feelings there. It was Tassotti with the original uh, play to cut out the diagonal pass. Now the ball is on Maldini across the way. Maldini to Baresi. Baresi to Van Basten. Ancelotti loses the ball, goes down. Referee says play on. Aldair now at the edge of his penalty area to José Carlos, to Vitor Pineda, back to José Carlos. José Carlos picks his head up and looks, sends one forward towards Valdo, back to Vitor Pineda, and Vitor Pineda's first time pass is looking for Mats Magnussen, but it is cut out by Costa Corta. Here's Ricardo. There's, there's Vitor Pineda again, showing his turn. To Pacheco looking for Magnuson. So far, I have to say, Benfica are outplaying Milan. This is a game where it, it's you would think Benfica would be put on their heels given who they're playing against, but through the first 30 minutes or so, it's been there's the clock right there 30 minutes, 58, 30 minutes, 59, 31st minute. It is Benfica nil and Milan nil. There's Thurn with the cross, headed out by Baresi. Ivaldi clears it completely. Aldair plots it back in. It's played back to Ricardo, who finds Hernani, who has a shot from distance, and it will not trouble Gali. It's right at him. That was José Carlos, actually, with the shot. It's real interesting to watch this. It's it's different than a Champions League final looks today. There's advertisement boards around the stadium, but you don't see the, the Champions League branding, which is weird considering the last final was played in an empty stand, stadium and the branding was in the stands. It was everywhere. This one, it's not so much the case. There's Valdo with a nice move, and then in his attempted cross is blocked. By Costa Curta. There's a look there at the Benfica fans that are ecstatic. There's an American flag right there. So there's somebody that traveled from the United States to support Benfica. 
Brazilian flags also in the Benfica fan section. Valdo's waiting for a ball in order to take this corner kick. One of the real legends, like I said, of Benfica midfielders of all time, the number 10, Valdo. He's going to deliver this corner right-footed, outswinger, headed away by Costa Curta. Thurn will play it to... Oh, that was an interesting play there. Thurn would play it to to Hernani. And Hernani gets in behind the defense and he tries to cross it. It is cut out by Costa Corta and Befica now with a corner on their left side. It'll be an in-swinger. And it looks like it's Valdo again. It seems like he takes all of the corners. He delivers the ball right on the edge of the small area, but it's headed away by AC Milan and the referee blows for a whistle against Mats Magnussen. As we get a replay here. And yeah, Hernani was on side as he was retreating and Baresi was back leaving him on side. And that's one of the problems with the sweeper is the sweeper leaves a lot of people on side when they're Sitting deeper and sweeping. Fico wins possession again. Takes it from the Italians. Ricardo Gomes. Valdo. Valdo all the way out wide to José Carlos. Who goes back to Valdo. But there's a nice tackle there from Maldini. One of the better tackles I've seen so far. Benfica controlling from the throw-in. But now it's AC Milan with Rude Hulet. And Hulet plays it up and wide for Costa Corta. Back to Hulet, who heads it back to Baresi. Baresi plays it long where Van Boston is. And Befica with a little bit of buildup and then a long ball, but it goes to Gali who picks it up and he's going to punt it towards midfield, over midfield. And it's headed by Ricardo back up front and we're going to play a game of volleyball again with headers. As the ball continues to be kicked high and wide. Again, very, very different from what you'd see in a Champions League final today in terms of style. Colombo pops it up, looking for Hulit. He finds Hulit because Valdo mistimes it. There's Baresi going wide towards Ivan, Ivaldi. And Hulit again retreats and wins the ball. Here's, here is Baresi, who is whistled. So Baresi on the dribble. Jonas Turn is whistled for a foul on Franco Baresi. Benfica players do not agree. Because we're getting ready to take a free kick here. And if you're watching along, uh, you're seeing Silvino there setting up his wall. He it looks like he's asking for five in the wall, if that's what he was asking for with his hand gestures there. 
Standing over the ball for AC Milan is who? Let's take when the camera pans out, we'll be able to tell. It's Van Basten. Van Hulet also. Uh, sorry, Van Basten on the ball. Hulet also in the vicinity. And it looks like the shot's going to come from Van, from Hulet. Van Basten placed the Hulet into the wall. Ball goes into the area. It's juggled around and finally headed back to Silvino. And there's a look at Marco Van Basten, the Dutch star in the late 80s, early 90s. Still the Netherlands' top goal scorer of all time, I believe. Samuel here, he tries to flip it in for Hernani. It's cut out. Here goes. And the ball ends up going central to Silvino, who gets it out, rolls it out. Here's Valdu. Valdu cuts back, keeping the ball in his right foot. He plays a switch all the way to the right side. José Carlos is moving up. José Carlos plays it wider, looking for Vitor Pineda, but it is snuffed out once again by Paolo Maldini. And this time, Vitor Pineda will foul Paolo Maldini. As we're in the 38th minute, or we're on the verge of the 39th minute here, it's still nil-nil in Vienna. Here's Stern. She's at Carlos for Vitor Pineda. I like in these days that we, as we saw, foul there from Giuseppe uh, from. Jose Carlos. Um, I like in these days, you just commit a foul, you kick the guy, you take him down, and then both guys carry on. Here, Aldaid tries to dispossess Hulet, and Hulet goes down. It looks like the referee has whistled for a foul. Both guys laugh as Aldaid does not believe that he had fouled the Dutch superstar. The chance. If I didn't know better, their chance of Italia, Italia. Probably not what they're saying, but it sounds like it. As we got Baresi playing it wide. Befica will cut it out, and they'll play it all the way back to Silvino, who sees the flag up for an offside, so the restart will happen at the edge of the defensive third. The ball's quickly played wide to the right back. Befica trying to build out of the back in this one. They're, they've had some success, but they've had very few opportunities on goal. And now a giveaway in midfield. Taloni to Van Basten. Van Basten's shot he, on a nice turn. Van Basten receives the ball on a turn on his right foot, dances a little bit. Creates that half acre, a half yard, excuse me, of space and fires, but it's right at Silvino, who does not give up a rebound. Here comes AC Milan the other way. Van Basten trying to turn on Aldair. He's fouled. A lot of fouls also here in 1990. A lot that aren't called, but a lot that are. 
And it sounds like a yellow card for Aldaid. Let's wait for confirmation. But from the sound of the supporters whistling, as we see Aldaid, yes. So Aldaid is given a yellow card in about the 40th minute of the first half. As you can hear the fans now as they're coming to life. It's been a pretty even first half. We are on the, approaching the 41st minute. As far as dangerous chances, not much for either side. Here come Milan with Maldini on the left. Maldini to Ancelotti who tries to cross. It's headed back in by Italy. Only as far as Aldaid who finds Vitor Pineda who finds Magnussen. Magnussen with it on him. Does a nice give and go there. And here's Valdo. He's going to play it into space, but it is going to go out of bounds. Nice, very, very good work right there from Pacheco, who runs down the, the sideline as hard as he can. And he slides to keep that ball in, but it did, it did ultra pass the line completely and therefore is out of play for... But as he sends it long for Hulet, Hulet pops it up and it's headed by Ricardo Gomes. And Chalotti, with nowhere to go, turns his back and takes a foul. Now he's in the face of Valdo. Referee gets in between them, but play continues. Costa Corta looking for Rijkaard. Cut out by Valdo. Here is Magnussen. Magnussen. Flips it up into the air, and we have an offside called against Mats Magnussen. Magnussen had an amazing 33 goals in the league on this season in 89-90. Scored five in a couple in two different two different matches, if I'm not mistaken. Very, very good season for the Swedish international striker. And there's that chant again that I swear it says Italia, Italia. <laughs> 43rd minute now. Maldini to Ancelotti. Ancelotti looks for a teammate, finds Rijkaard, who rather than turning, plays it to Tolosi. Tolosi has it cut out by Valdu. Valdu's going to go at pace towards the Milan goal. He's looking for an option. He plays it all the way out wide. Jose Carlos, who plays it in, and there is Gali on the ball. Maldini now on the roll from Gali, finds Baresi. Here's Ancelotti on the ball. Ancelotti plays to Costa Corta. Costa Corta to Rijkaard. Rijkaard into space for... Ivaldi and he is offside. Ivaldi is, you see the linesman right there with his flag up. He's very, very certain. And Befica will look to restart. As we get another glimpse of the blimp view from above the stadium. The tactical cam, if you will, before there was such a thing. There's Valdu. Tackled by Hulip, but keeps the ball. The ball is now on Ricardo Gomes to Thurn. And Thurn finds Valdu. 
Valdu tries to thread a needle for for Hernani, but it was a poorly timed run, and it was right into traffic. As the ball finds its way towards midfield and is knocked all the way back to the goalkeeper, who rolls it out for Aldaid to Jose Carlos. 45th minute is 15 seconds away. Aldair out to Samuel. Samuel to Valdo. Valdo does well to shield there, but he's one on three. He gets the pass off to Magnuson. Sorry, to Thurn. Thurn is, is dispossessed. Here is Hulet trying to get into the area. Good job by Ricardo defending Hulet. And now it's Benfica breaking out with Pacheco, who plays it to Jonas Thurn. Thurn has the ball. He plays it square. It gets retreated back towards the left back. And the referee will blow his whistle for halftime. And it is still nil-nil. And they're going to take a break on the pitch. And I'm going to take a break on the mic. This is Mr. Benfica, episode 85. Excuse me, episode 84. I'm getting ahead of myself. It is the season finale of season two, Benfica and AC Milan in the European Cup final 1990, closing out our 1989-90 review. I am the Mr. Mike Agostinho, and you can find me on Twitter at Benfica Mr. on Instagram at Mr. Benfica on Facebook at www.facebook.com forward slash Mr. Benfica and also at mrbenfica.com and on YouTube by searching for the channel Mr. Benfica. We'll be right back. And welcome back to episode 84 of Mr. Benfica. And we are ready to, to watch now the second half of this 1990 European Cup final. It's the end of our look at 1989-90. It's Benfica versus Milan. And we are in Vienna, Austria. And we're about ready to, to kick it off. So if you are watching along on, on Footballia, uh, cue your video up to 46 minutes and 5 seconds. That's where I'm about to press play. I'm going to start my stopwatch so that I know where we are in the match time-wise. And we will hit play in 3, 2, 1. Play. As we see the referee there. You can hear the fans. As Benfica kick off now, here's Hernani playing it to the left too. Samuel, Samuel swings it across to Aldair. Aldair plays it to Vitor Pineda, who goes all the way back to Silvino and gets the whistles from the Milan faithful. Silvino rolls it out to Ricardo. Cardu looks around, swings it all the way right to José Carlos. José Carlos has his head up. He's playing it long. 
Vitor Pineda tries to flick it on, but it ends up just at the feet of Franco Baresi. And it's out for a throw-in for Benfica on the near touchline here. Benfica going left to right on your screen now for the second half. There's Jonas Stern, Jose Carlos, Hernani to Ricardo Gomes. Ricardo's going to knock it long. They loved to play this ball back in 1990. As it's collected here by Rijkaard, back to Costa Corta. Costa Corta to Maldini. Maldini to, Eva, to Van Basten, who, whose pass goes astray. Hernani collects it. Here's Aldair swinging it all the way to the left to Samuel. Samuel takes a bad touch there, but he manages to get it to Ricardo. Ricardo looks, plays to José Carlos. José Carlos finds Valdo. There's the magic Valdo right there, but he is easily dispossessed by Carlo Ancelotti. Hulet, though, loses possession. It falls for Ivaldi. Ivaldi gives it to, to Ancelotti all the way to the right. Here's Frank Reichard. There's... Uh, Hulet tried to flick it on for Reichard there as it was just a little too heavy a touch. It ends up in the hands of Silvino. So, so far, these two teams are pretty evenly matched. And like I said before, before watching this, this is one of the great Milan sides. I've seen this side play quite a few times in other matches. And I think that Benfica are holding their own here, and there, there's Valdo as you see him there. He's dispossessed, but it's now on the possession of Ancelotti, who looks for right card. Here goes Valdo, Magico Valdo, running at Ancelotti. He's got too many. He gives it back to Zaccardo, whose pass is taken away by Ancelotti. It's a Milan throwing. Ivaldi throws it. Here's Baresi coming forward. He finds Van Basten. Van Basten is looking. He's got the ball. He's holding off Jose Carlos. Good job by Van Basten. Ivaldi. Ivani, excuse me. To Baresi. Baresi is tackled. Tackled by Hernani. And the ball is now on the possession of Ancelotti, who tries a diagonal for Colombo, but he was offside. Three minutes, 23 seconds it's showing there on the on the screen as my watch shows zero, as I have done a great job as usual. There we go. So I start mine three minutes and 30 seconds late. Valdu does well here. Valdu, he cuts it. It's Valdu against Ancelotti, plays a ball with the outside of his foot, but it's too hard, too heavy for... His teammate to run onto, and it's picked up by Golly. Now here's Van Boston coming in. It's moving quickly. Hulet, Hulet, and a save by Silvino. Hulet had a chance there. He hit it. He didn't get it well. I don't think he's he was happy with the way he hit it, but it was right at Silvino. We're going to see a replay here. He Yeah, he only gets it with the tips of his toes, and Silvino is able to pounce on it. Save it with his feet and fall on it. Here's Joseph, uh, Jonas Stern. Jonas Stern will lose it there to Colombo, but it's Befica's throw. Flicked on by Hernani. 
Here's Hulit again. As you can hear the Milan fans now chanting Milan, Milan, Maldini. Ancelotti, Ancelotti just split turn and Vitor Pineda and is taken down for a foul. There's the big man, Carlo Ancelotti, the now very famous manager in football. Showing a little bit of skill there. There's Samuel to Hernani. He's going to give it to Valdu. Valdu's going to open it. He's going to go for Vitor Pineda to José Carlos. José Carlos is looking for an early cross, and it's blocked there by Ivani. José Carlos throws to the Magnussen, who's been quiet this match. Here's Vitor Pineda. He's had a lot of touches. And he wins a corner kick. Good work by Vitor Pineda down the right there to win a corner kick. As you can see, Valdu jogging over to take it. And there's an effort by Hernani, but it was offside on Befica there. And I'm looking here as we have Milan's road to the final. We talked in the previous two episodes about Mefica's road to the final, of course, going through Derry City, Budapest, Onved, Dnipro, and Marseille. Milan, on the other hand, went through HJK Helsinki in the first round, winning 4-0 at home and 1-0 away in Finland. Then they had the famous round against Milan, where they won on aggregate 2-1, winning at home 2-0 and losing 1-0 at the Bernabeu. In the quarterfinals, they met the Belgian side Mechelan, winning 2-0 at home, drawing, sorry, winning 2-0 on aggregate, drawing both legs at home, both legs, excuse me, 2-0, and then winning 2-0 after extra time in the second leg, if that made sense. They, they drew both 90-minute legs, 0-0, and then won an extra time, 2-0 on the road. And then in the semifinal, they won. They passed, I should say, Bayern Munich. 2-2 was the final aggregate, but Milan advanced on away goals, having won 1-0 at home and lost 2-1 on the road after extra time as well. So that's how we got here to the 1990 final. As you see Van Basten now losing it. Here is Valdu. Valdu's picking up ahead of steam. He is running at players. We don't see that so much anymore today. Nice nice cross from Pacheco. Cleared away by Costa Corta. And we have a, another corner kick for Benfica. And the announcer here from Ryan Italian just said that the, the ritmo, the, the, the speed, the tempo, the pace of the match is picking up now. And that is visible. Valdu to take the in-swinging corner kick. No, the referee blows his whistle before he can get it off. And, of course, we see Aldair put it in after the whistle. And you can hear the Benfica fans at the other end of the stand cheering as we see the goalkeeper Giovanni Gali. Valdu again with the in-swinger. Magnuson tries, but right card is there. Here's a counterattack. 
Ancelotti plays it wide to Tassotti. Tassotti plays it for Rijkaard, and there's Silvino once again. Oh, what a nice ball. Hulet was in. I think I might have said Rijkaard. I meant Hulet. Hulet was in again. And again, Silvino off his line, sliding, clears that ball into the third row. As that was a dangerous opportunity there for Milan. And you can hear the Milanese in the far end of the stadium starting to get confident here. And Chilotti whips it in, headed away by Aldair. Vitor Pineda gives another touch to Magnussen, back to Vitor Pineda. Vitor Pineda wide to Valdo. Valdo in space again. Nobody is, is watching Valdo. This is amazing me. He plays it to Pacheco. And Colombo plays it back, and Gali will keep it in. No, the referee says it's a corner. Yeah, Giovanni Gali does not agree. He's screaming at the linesman, but the referee has pointed for a corner. And like I was saying, it's amazing how much space the, uh, Milan are giving Valdo to have the ball. I mean, yes, they're set up well defensively, and they're, they're, they have good shape, but they're really allowing him a lot of time on the ball and allowing him to run at them. Here's Valdo again. Headed away by Barese. And here, Ancelotti looking for Tassotti. Here is Aldair. He's got his head up. He's looking. He's going to play a nice ball to space for Magnussen. Magnussen's cross is blocked by. Barese, and it is a corner for Benfica. There is Mats Magnussen, one of the greats all time for Benfica in terms of goal scorers. He's on a career season, 30-plus in the league alone in this season. We talked about that back in the last episode. And there's a ball into the area, but Hulet is there to clear it, and then Barese clears it, clears the rebound. Valdu Puts it up into the air. He's looking for Jose Carlos. Jose Carlos plays it to Pacheco. Pacheco tries to play it back to Jose Carlos, but the linesman has his flag up. And he has Carlo Ancelotti in his face yelling at him. Not sure what he was yelling about as the call was made. There's Rijkaard. To Costa Corta. To Tosotti. And his, he's looking for Hulet, but it's a bad pass. It ends up with Aldair, who opens it to José Carlos. José Carlos plays it to Hernani. Hernani goes to Samuel. Samuel on the left here. Samuel plays it in for Valdo. Valdo takes a bad touch there. Right card, plays it to Van Basten. Van Basten one-on-one here with Ricardo. Crosses. Nice job by Ricardo to cut out the cross. And he's going to play it out of the back. He's going to find Valdu. Valdu to Thurn. Thurn looking. He's still on the ball. Thurn. And he finds Vitor Pineda across the pitch. Vitor Pineda picks his head up. He's going to run at the at the back four. Tries to connect with Magnussen. It's cut out by Barese. The rebound is, is touched too hard into the area. And Giovanni Galli picks it up. Here comes Samuel again now. Down the left. Befica are attacking with pace. There's no question about that. They are not sitting back here. As we see Pacheco, Vitor Pineda, back to Pacheco. Pacheco wasn't ready for, to get the ball back there, it looked like. And Milan now counter. 
Ancelotti to Barese. Barese way up the pitch. Barese still good tackle there. And that's it. That's a tackle from Hernani. And ironically, Hernani wearing the number nine and playing as a holding midfielder in this in this match. It's kind of a funny, funny sight. Um or playing as a holding midfielder, wearing the number nine in an era where, you know, the players pretty much were a number based on their possession on their position. But it's a free kick here for Milan. It's a free kick for Milan, and we are in the 13th, 14th minute roughly right now. He's looking for a hula, but a wasted free kick. Wasted free kick, absolutely. Uh, not sure who hit that looking for hula, but Benfica going to the bench. Erickson is bringing on a substitute. And it is going to be Cesar Brito, the forward, coming on. And he is going to be replacing Pacheco. That's going to be it for Pacheco. Pacheco started well in this match, but somewhat disappeared as the match went on. As he's about to be replaced here by Cesar Brito. And we see it. Here he goes. A forward for a forward, essentially, or a forward for a midfielder. This may change the, the lineup just a little bit here. As Reichard gets the ball there in the area, but Ricardo clears it out for a corner kick. It is more of a forward for, for a midfielder kind of change here for Svenjar and Eriksson. Seeing if he can maybe move Benfica a little further up the pitch, I'm going to guess. As the header, is, the corner kick, excuse me, is dealt with. Headed all the way back now. Here's Costa Corta. No, it's Barese, excuse me. Barese with the long diagonal ball right onto the foot of Colombo. And Cesar Brito is there to cut it out. Here's Hernani. He can't win it. Colombo wins it. Here's Ancelotti. Ancelotti. He went to ground real easy there. Nice, nice step over from Ancelotti, but I think the ball got away from him. That was a great view uh, from the camera. It looked like his touch was heavy. The ball gets away from him. Let's see it again. He's going against Aldair. He's he's left the ground before Aldair has even extended his foot. Um Good run by Ancelotti, but uh, not much wrong there from Aldair. He did stab at it, but I don't think he made much contact with Carlo Ancelotti. But now Milan with a dangerous free kick here. As we are now at, at the hour mark. Got to love the 1990s where they didn't tally the time up for you. They started it over. So the second half would show would count up to 45 again rather than as we do today we count up to 90. But we are on the hour mark as Milan have a dangerous free kick here Van Basten. Okay, it was Van Basten to Ancelotti who then put a touch off for Rijkaard who couldn't get a good touch on it and there's more whistling from the Milan faithful the uh, you know Li Milanese they're not happy. And you can see the Benfica supporters there behind Silvino's goal, and Silvino plays it in. He finds Ricardo. Ricardo's going to play it out of the back. He plays to Aldair. Aldair to turn. Turn 
plays a long ball along the ground, looking for his Swedish compatriot, Magnussen. Hulet looking for Van Basten, his compatriot. He can't find him. Valdu working there on the ground. Look at Valdu fighting with Ivani and, and Hulet for the ball, but it ends up on the feet of Carlo Ancelotti, who finds Frank Reichard, and he opens it to Tassotti. Tassotti looking. Tassotti plays it back to Costa Corta and to Van Basten. And he is defended well by Befica there. And Ricardo gets the best of it. He's coming out. Ricardo's running at pace with the ball. Ricardo leaves it for Valdu. Valdu looking. He's going to have an effort from distance. And he misses by a matter of, of, of centimeters. I mean, good, good effort from Valdu here. And a good ball movement. Good work from the Brazilian duo. As Ricardo... Makes a nice run up the pitch with the ball. Dishes it to Valdu. Valdu gets a good look and fires. Lots of talent in this Valdu, man. I, I Like I've said before, I remember him much more in his second stint with Benfica, which was like in 95, 96, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and he was good then, but this is this Valdu here in the early 90s is, is a world-class midfielder. No, no question why he was part of the Canarinha, part of the Brazil national team for the the World Cup of 1990. Can you imagine today in 2020, Benfica having three members of the Brazilian national team in their 11? And these are not just three members, as we see Valdo again here. These are three key parts of Brazil's national team. Brazil's first, within their first 14, we have three of their players. Here goes Rijkaard to Ancelotti. So that's Avani. Avani looking for Van Basten, but Van Basten was not on the same page. Silvino picks it up. Silvino rolls it to Thurn. Thurn goes deep, goes long right off the bat, 50-50 ball. Maldini gets the best of Magnus in there. Here's Ivani on the right. He gives it to Barese. Barese tries to dip it over the top four. Hulet, and Hulet gets Hernani's, no, Cesar Brito, excuse me, his boot right in the face. Was that Cesar Brito or was that Ricardo? Let's see. Let's look at the replay. Here's a replay. It's Ricardo, excuse me. That is quite a... It all, and it looks like a yellow card to Ricardo Gomes. I think that might be the first booking of the match. We had one other. Aldair was booked back in the 40th. Second booking of the match. Can you imagine today a Champions League final with only two bookings at the hour mark? Such a different game. But this is why I like to go back and watch these matches. Why I like to watch this. It's, it's, a quite, it's quite a nice trip back in time. And regardless of the result of this match, which we all know as we're listening and watching, what a team Befica had here. As Ancelotti lays it off for Ivani on the free kick, and his, his effort is wide. As the announcer said, 20 minutes to play now. Here's Cesar Brito, but look at 
look at Costa Corta. He is not going to get by him. It's a foul against Cesar Brito. You literally have a, an AC Milan team here with the Italian national team's back four and the Dutch national team's front three. It's an absolute, I would even say maybe even their back six <laughs> for the Italian national team. Um, back five, I should say, including, including um, Ancelotti. Who was who didn't make much of an impression at the World Cup in 1990, but that is that is quite a loaded team. Both teams very very loaded in this. You just look at the power in both of these rosters, as we got Jonas Stern there, Sweden international, plays it to Vitor Pineda. He tries to get by the legend, but Aze, and he can't do it. Goal kick to Milan. Giovanni Galli is going to play it short to Franco Barese. Barese is coming up. He's got the ball on his foot, and he is given all the time in the world. There's no high press here in the 68th or so minute of the Champions League final. Costa Corta. Costa Corta. There it is to Van Basten. Here's Rijkaard, and Rijkaard finishes it. That is the play right there. Again, no high press. I was starting to mention it. Not sure that they did much of that in 1990, but they allow, they allow Barese, or Costa Corta, excuse me, to carry the ball up with all the time in the world. He picks out a nice, a nice pass for Van Basten, who with one touch plays in Frank Reichard. Reichard is in behind the back line, and he calmly slots it by Silvino. And the Rossaneri lead 1-0 in Vienna. Brilliant, brilliant finish here from Frank Reichard. Outside of the right foot as he puts it to the wrong side of uh, Silvino. Silvino dives to his right. The ball goes to his left. He didn't have much of a chance there. I mean, it was. that's how quickly a game can change, though. You You just... You gave all that time in construction as the looks like the video here skipped a little. So not sure how far ahead we skip, but now we see Carlo Ancelotti on the ground being helped up by Magnussen. And we see the, the fans, the Milan supporters with the flares. This was a different European Cup final in 1990, let me tell you. Today you get you would get fined heavily for the use of pyro in a neutral site game. You get fined for using it at home in the Champions League these days. I may be of the opinion that this was a purer form of football back here in 1990. But you can certainly see the seeds are planted for the modern game that we have today, for better or worse. There are parts of the modern game that are fantastic. Mostly the fact that you can watch any any league you want anywhere in the world today. You couldn't do that in 1990. You hardly knew these teams you played against. You only saw them in European competitions. So the idea of global TV contracts was not even a, a thing yet. That would come later. Here's Badezi. Into Rijkaard. Back to 
to Tosati. Tosati fights off Benfica defenders, but Thurn gets the tackle. Here goes Valdu. He's running at the back line. He's playing it in for Brito, but Cesar Brito can't get to it before Giovanni Gali is out and picks it up. And Giovanni Gali punts it into the attacking third. Aldair wins the header, and it's Thurn. Turn always passes forward, I'm noticing. You see today's number sixes, and they do very few forward passes. I, I Jonas Turn here is always, always passing the ball forward. As we see a basketball lobbing pass there from Giovanni Galli to Franco Baresi, Baresi to Maldini. Van Basten to Maldini, back to Van Basten, but Aldair is there to cut it out. And he's going to run at it. Look at Aldair. Your center backs would just take the ball and take off. Aldair all the way up the pitch. No foul. He does well, but he is dispossessed by the Milan players there. Ivani Van Basten with the first time pass for Ivani. Nice tackle from Jonas Stern. Referee's going to blow his whistle. Look at Ivani. Yeah, he's fine. He gets up. He has a word, but it's, he hears the whistle and he lets it go. <laughs> much much uh, different optics for football here in 1990 this is quite enjoyable it's unfortunate that Befica fell asleep there defensively for that one play and find themselves behind now on the scoreboard as Ancelotti sends one in the area for Hulet. he doesn't get to it it bounces for an easy hop to Silvino who rolls it out here's some well Stern, Hernani, Valdu. Valdu goes forward looking for Magnuson, but it's cut out by Baresi. Stern wins it there, and it's Ricardo. Ricardo's going to carry. He's going to take his space. Now he's going to play it laterally to Hernani. Here is Cesar Brito, and we got a foul. Mefica restart quickly. Pineda to Valdu. Valdu loses it to Ivani. Hulet has it. He finds Reichardt. Reichardt plays it in. And he is looking for Van Basten wide on the right. But he hits it a little too hard. Silvino's off his line and collects it. Plays it up the pitch. It goes out. And now we have a Befica throw here on the far sideline. Thurn turns and plays it forward. A little bit of another game of volleyball here between the between the two sides, heading it back and forth. As you hear the Milan fans, Milan, Milan. We're going to get a substitution for the Italian side here. That's Daniele Massaro coming, getting ready to come on. As Jose Carlos wins the header there. Another little bit of more volleyball here. Nobody's putting the ball down. Finally, Valdu gets it and puts it down, but he's got two men on him. He finds Jose Carlos, who finds Hernani, who has a bad touch, but Aldair with the switch all the way to Samuel. Samuel can't handle it. He heads it the wrong way, and it goes out for a Milan throwing as the. Linesman signals for a substitution here. You can see the placard in the fourth official's hand. It's number seven. It is Carlo Ancelotti coming off. 75th minute. 
15 minutes to play. Daniele Massaro is coming on. Massaro, I, I was waiting for the pronunciation from the announcer. One of those names I sometimes struggle a little bit to pronounce. And it is Massaro as he comes on for Ancelotti. And we have a switch in the Italian side. 15 minutes to play here. Arrigo Saki making his first substitution. There's Maldini playing it back to Gali. Gali doesn't have to play with his feet, but he will. Back to Maldini. As they send a long one there. Aldair now has it. Aldair to José Carlos. José Carlos to Valdo. Valdo to Vitor Paneira. Here's Ricardo Gomes. As he will play it in. And it's a good effort there from from Cesar Brito, but he couldn't keep but he couldn't keep possession. He kept it in, but the ball gets cleared up. Here we go. It's Samuel now to Aldair. Aldair to José Carlos. José Carlos. Looks for Burn. It goes over him to the other suite to Magnuson. Brito here to José Carlos. José Carlos looking for for a teammate. Finds Valdo. Valdo to Vitor Pineda. Here is Jonas Stern with the cross for Magnuson, but it is Costa Corta cutting it out. Here's Samuel. He's going to send an in-swinging cross from very far. Looking for Magnuson, but it is cleared out again by Costa Corta. Benfica putting the pressure on now. Ricardo plays it all the way out wide to José Carlos. Here is Valdu. Valdu plays it into the area. Magnuson gets ahead on it, flicks it on for Pineda to run onto, but it's uh, a little too, too heavy, and Gali is on it. Ricardo wins it out there. Samuel. Samuel will go back to Silvino. Benfica ready to make a substitution themselves. You see there, that was number 16. That's Vata, the Angola international, ready to come on. José Carlos. Benfica will use their final substitution here. Remember, 1990, you only get two. As Maldini holds off Valdu. So much class in that in that image right there. So much class in those two players. Great play by Maldini to clear it. Here's Thurn. Great turn from Thurn. He's still got it. Thurn still has it. Thurn plays a through ball in, but but Az gets no. It's Colombo. Excuse me. Colombo gets in there to head it out for a corner kick. Great bit of skill there. First from Maldini and then from Jonas Thurn. And it is a far cry from what we see right now at Benfica, is it not? Granted, the game is different, and I think it's less attractive. But at the same time, there are moments like that that are just absolutely brilliant, as Svenjorn Eriksson is going to make the substitution now. Here comes Vata. The Angolan with the famous goal against Marseille. 
which we discussed last episode, came off his arm. He replaces Vitor Pineda. Vata to this day, as Vata gets on the header there, and it's cleared away by Tosotti. I believe it was Moser who not Moser, excuse me. It was it was Valdu in an interview that said to this day you ask Vata, he still tells you that ball hit his chest. Despite what all the video cameras, what all the TV images we've seen. Vata to this day will say that that ball hit his chest. All right, 33 minutes, 20 seconds played. We're 12 minutes from the 90th minute. As here's Van Basten one on one with Ricardo. That was, sorry, that was Ivani. This is Van Basten. Ivani, oh. As it's a goal kick for Benfica. There's Aldair. Aldair to Valdu. To Magnuson. He plays in Cesar Brito, but he is out of, he is offside. Free kick taken. Looking for Van Basten. He gets it to Rijkaard. Back to Van Basten. Here's Rijkaard. And my apologies. That's not Rijkaard. That is Hulet. I don't know how I keep forgetting <laughs> how I keep confusing it. That is Hulet, not Rijkaard. And Rude Hulet. Okay, the live feed didn't even show you how close he came. He came very close. All you saw on the live feed was him swinging at the ball. Here as it was actually some well that set him up perfectly. And Hulet very nearly could have made it 2-0 there. Ten minutes to play in Vienna. There's Hulet. Van Basten, but it's cut out by Aldaid. But Aldaid loses it. Right card to Hulet. Hulet looking for help. Hulet still on the ball. Oh, nearly, nearly connects there with Van Basten. Instead, it's Benfica on the counter. Hernani. Hernani to Valdo. Valdo back to Hernani. Back to Valdo. Give and go. And he's dispossessed by Costa Corta. Maldini knocks it high and wide as it comes to here. Hulet versus Ricardo, and the referee will whistle for a foul against Hulet on Ricardo. The ball is quickly put into play by Mifika. Here is Thurn. And there's another forward pass to Magnuson. Magnuson now to Jose Carlos. Jose Carlos with space in behind. Oh, the goal was wide open, and he had an effort at it. Giovanni Galli was cheating very, very much so for the cross. He had left the goal wide open, and Jose Carlos had a shot, had an effort on goal to see if he could take that. As the ball now is cleared, 
Here is Magnuson as he miscommunication there with with Cesar Brito. It goes through and it is on the feet now of Giovanni Galli. Here's an overhead shot of the stadium in Vienna. Like so many finals in the 80s and 90s, the running track around the pitch. Here's Jose Carlos. There is Hernani to Valdo. Valdo is going to, he's going to go to Samuel. Samuel will cross with his right foot looking for Magnuson. He connects. Cesar Brito is in there, but Costa Corta just simply passes it back to his keeper who picks it up. Here's Colombo. Colombo looking for Rude Hullet, but he's offside. Here is Aldair playing it to Ricardo. Here's turn to Aldair, out to José Carlos. And it, Van Basten plays it out for a corner, and it's going to be a Benfica corner here. Valdo with the corner, delivers. Towards the penalty spot, headed away by Costa Corta. Here is Daniele Massaro. He finds Valdo. Valdo's going to run at Van Basten. He puts in a nice ball with his left foot, but it is headed out, and the referee whistles for an offside. The referee whistles there for an offside, and... Milan now will take their time a little bit more in restarting it, obviously. Here's Ivani. He plays it deep, looking for looking for Masato, but it ends up in the midst of Silvino. Brito loses it there. And here is Hulet. Rude Hulet looking for help. He's got Colombo running down the right. He goes left to Van Basten. Van Basten looking for Masato, but he can't finish it. And Jose Carlos is there to play it back to his goalkeeper. Here's Magnuson now. Magnuson with Baresi on him. Baresi's just too good of a defender. One of the greats of all time. Baresi, very, very strong there. As you see there, the, the Milan bench, you see Arrigo Saki there on the left. And you see the, the other players standing there in anticipation. Vata there in the mix with Gali. A foul is whistled. Magnuson helps volley up.
Maldini with it now as we're still looking at the replay and we see the Benfica bench now. You see Manuel Bento, you see Peter Paneda, you see Humberto Coelho there, I believe that is. There's Vignoran Eriksson, Tony next to him. 41-17 gone. We are in the final five minutes now. We'll see how much time added on the referee is going to give. Aldair whips it all the way left to Samuel. Samuel with the long ball looking for Vata and for Cesabrito. Comes out to Stern. Stern tries to cross it. It's blocked, but it ends up on Valdo's foot. Valdo to Samuel. Samuel heads it into the mixer. Tosotti heads it straight up. Cesar Brito heads it for Vata. Can Vata get on it? He can't. Good effort. Good effort. The referee's even going to blow a whistle against Vata here. As he was well defended by Costa Corta. Who just used his body to prevent Vata from getting there. But now Barese is down holding his foot. Looking like he's been stepped on. Uh, we don't know if this is legitimate, if this is some kind of showmanship from the the classic defender, classic captain. See the way he laces his boots up there. I remember doing that at one time in my life too. Can't believe players actually would lace it around their Achilles like that. I did it as well. Don't know why. <laughs> uh, remember hearing years later that somebody somewhere got someone's stud stuck in in their lace around their Achilles like that, and it tore everything. Uh, but that was the way a lot of players laced up their boots, their kangaroo leather boots in 1990. Notice uh, Barese there wearing a pair of Asics. And here, Gali now will play it out. We got two minutes left to play. 43-09, 43-10. Dair on the ball. Aldair with his socks rolled down all the way around his ankles. Bare shin and all as a center back. One of the old-fashioned strongmen. Palumbo plays it all the way back to Gali. Gali can hold on to it now. He's got six seconds, but only once he picks it up. And then he can roll it down. He can pick it up again. The rules were different then. Goalkeepers were able to do a lot of things to kill time. As we have a whistle here, and it looks like it's going to be a throw for AC Milan. No, it's going to be a free kick. No, it is a throw after all. There is Colombo ready to throw it. Colombo has moved to the right now, and Tosati has moved to the left. Interesting move there by Arrigo Saki as Aldair tackles Van Basten. The linesman gives a corner kick. Aldair can't believe it. He can't believe it, but it was a... I would say I, there was a move there, a, a change made by Arrigo Saki once Benfica made those substitutions and he swapped his two outside backs from right to left. Colombo now playing on the right, Tosati on the left. As we look at the corner here for AC Milan, time winding down, of course. Milan fans loud on the other end of the stadium. As it's whipped in and Reichardt is there again, but it's over the it's over the bar and into the top netting. As 
we get a replay here. You see the flick, and then Reichardt gets it up. It goes up and over, but not to any – not under the bar, obviously, or not into the bar. It's it's out of danger. In comes Gali, another Gali coming in, number 13, finals change of the match. He would replace – let's see here. He would replace – Filippo Gali replaced Angelo Colombo, so – a defensive-minded substitution, I'm assuming. As it was a defender for a defender, I'm wondering if, if Colombo had to come off. 45 minutes, you see, of a lapse. We're in the 92nd minute just about now. Right card with the long diagonal. Jose Carlos heads it away. Here's Maldini. Tabarese. And there's Samuel. As the referee blows his whistle for full time. And AC Milan are the 1989-90 European champions. At the Weiner Stadion, as you see there, there's your attendance, 57,500. Benfica once again beaten in a European final. And the video cuts out right there. No trophy presentation, apparently. I'm sure if you really want to see it, it's available on YouTube. Um, so that, ladies and gentlemen, that right there, that is season two. That is the 1990 European Cup final. That is the 1989-90 season. And there's not much left to say other than tune in. Any, tune in immediately once you're done with this episode and you will get the first season, the first episode of the third season. I recorded it already. I, uh, it was Mr. Benfica's episode 85. I reviewed the match against Pauk from earlier this week. Um, it's a different format. I had a guest on. I had Leo Kukakis on with me. He is my normal uh, guest every Sunday night on the Parking the Bus podcast. He's a, he is our PTB media expert, if you will, or correspondent in Greek football, and he, he, he brought the Greek perspective to the conversation. It's a, it's a different format than what I normally do, but I think you're going to enjoy it as we talk about different, different things in the match. And um, all in all, you know, we know how the match went. Um, actually, telling you now that it's already been recorded, I felt like I didn't really get out everything I wanted to say about it. But sometimes that is the way these things go. But um, I think you'll enjoy it. It'll be out very, very soon. Uh, like I said, it's already been recorded. And um, I will drop it today. Probably as soon as this one goes out. You may see two episodes pop up almost simultaneously. All right. That is it, though. I'm going to send you off from season two, and I'm going to send you out of 1990 with what else but some music and with an Italian song since they won the match. They didn't just win the Champions League in 1990, the Italians. Oh, no. They also won the Eurovision Song Festival. Here is the 1990 Eurovision Song Festival winning song from Italy. Okay. It is Tuto Cotugno and his track Insimie. Okay, this is Tuto Cotugno Insimie, the winner of the 1990 Eurovision Song Festival. And I will catch you very, very soon in Season 3, Episode 85. This has been Mr. Benfica. I am the Mr. Mike Agustinu. This has been Season 2. Thank you for sticking with me through 64 episodes this season. 
and we get started just about right away on season three. Don't forget, follow the show on Twitter at WW at excuse me, <laughs> Benfica Mister, and also on our website, www.mrbenfica.com and on Instagram at Mr. Benfica. I will catch you next time. Carrega Benfica. Somos Benfica. It's a new season. Let's not give up. Força Benfica. Damu 38. Insieme Unite, unite, rock Lontano diverso Con te Amico che credevo perso Io e te Sotto lo stesso sogno Insieme Tonight you rock E per te Donna senza frontiere Per te Sotto le stesse bandiere Io e te Sotto lo stesso Cielo, oh.